Hello and welcome to Media MD, the podcast where each fortnight we take a look at a piece of media that we have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And despite what I just said, we're not doing that this week because <laughs> this week we're in between weeks. And so instead we're going to be trying out a new piece of off-week content. Now this one is going to be called Showdown. It's As you can see in the kind of episode title, this is Showdown Dan <laughs> Harmon. Um, not because we have him on the show, so I'm just going to, you know... Get that over with quickly, but... <laughs> Rip that band-aid off. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll be talking about two Dan Harmon shows and comparing them and talking about which is better to introduce people to if they've never seen either. Yeah. So the two shows that we t- we'll be talking about are Community from, like, you know, 2006 and seven or whatever, and Rick and Morty from 2013. It's like 2009, actually, I think, Community started, or 2010 even. Yeah, I just assumed because it was so kind of outdated already, <laughs> it was older than it is. Okay. Um, so who's on who's on what side, <laughs> Ruben? Yeah, who, who could tell from that? Um, yeah, so you'll be arguing somehow for community, and I'll be, of course, arguing for Rick and Morty. Yep. But before we do that, let's do a little bit of stats, because I have looked up some stats just to lend some statistical data to my points. Um, well, we should summarise each of the shows as well, right? Since... Uh, yeah, you know what, let's do that. For those of you who haven't heard, Community is a show about seven kind of misfits at a community college. Yeah. And it's uh, pretty nonsensical, you know, as Rick and Morty and Community both kind of are. They have that kind of weird, absurdist humour to a large degree. Yeah, they, they definitely share their sense of humour, which I assume is largely due to Dan Harmon's influence on both. Yeah, so Dan Harmon is the writer for both. Or for Community, he was the writer for most of it. Uh, so Community ran for six seasons, and I think he was ousted at the end of season three. Mm-hmm. And then came back for season six. Is that right? Uh, no, he was back for season five, I think. Was he? But yeah. not really. I don't think people liked it that much. I think season six was the one where it picked back up again. Yeah, it, it uh, the show never really recovered, but um, yeah. Yep. Um, so it was a you know ensemble cast with... Uh, John McHale, Danny Pudi, Donald Glover, Alison Brie, a bunch of people, Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. It had a pretty good cast. Um, and Rick and Morty is the more recent of Dan Harmon's shows, co-created with uh, Justin Roiland. It's a science fiction kind of romp about a grandfather and his a, so, uh, his grandson. It's kind of a, a dysfunctional family. Um, and it's been running for three seasons so far. It's in the middle of its third season. So, here are some stats. Community. On IMDb, 8.5 out of 10. Highest rated episode is a tie. Uh, but they're both tied for 9.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got to be the paintball ones. Yeah, well, the first... Uh, we've got season 1, episode 23. The first paintball one, Modern Warfare, is 9.8. Yeah. And season 3, episode 4, uh, Remedial Chaos Theory, uh. is 9.8 on IMDb. The other two paintball ones... Excluding the weird digital paintball one, which no one really gives a shit about. <laughs> um, uh, 9.7 for the first part of the two-parter, and 9.6 for the second part of it. Yeah. Uh, community's lowest rated episode, do you want to take a guess, Elliot? Oh, it'll be somewhere in season four, won't it? It is, correct. <laughs> uh, it's called Economics of Marine Biology, rated 6.9. Do you remember that episode? Nope. It's the one where uh, there's the student, the new student who's really rich... The whale student. Oh, and, um, yeah. The dean is trying to convince him to uh, join join Greendale. Anyway, yeah. I'm not surprised. I, I looked at it and I was like, what is this episode? And then I looked up the summary and I still didn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Took a while. Um, 
For Rick and Morty, the highest rated episode is the first episode of season three, uh, which is rated 9.7. It's called The Rick Shank Redemption. Yeah. The lowest rated episode, weirdly, is... Well, why don't you guess, actually, Elliot? Do you, do you have a guess? Um, it's an episode that I personally quite like. Uh, I don't know. There's there's a few that I don't think are as good. Wait, there's the one with the purge. Oh, look who's purging now. <laughs> that's actually one of the highest... Uh, oh, no, that's a 8.6, that is. Um, okay. It's Interdimensional Cable 2, the kind of sequel to the, oh, that's, the first Interdimensional Yeah, Cable. and where Jerry's getting the penis transplant thing. <laughs> Which is a great subplot, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that's a 7.7 on IMDb. So, okay. um, from those stats, you can kind of see that Rick and Morty is overall average higher, um, but Community has some higher rated episodes, um, but also some lower rated episodes. So Community's more varying and slightly lower average, while Rick and Morty is slightly higher average and less varying. Well, we'll just give Rick and Morty some time. It'll, it'll catch yeah, up. Yeah, alright. Well, <laughs> that's true. Okay, so the way we're going to structure this is uh, proper debate style, where we each have three points, and we have a minute to make each of our points, and then we can come in with some rebuttals, right? Yeah. So, since Community is the older show, and I feel like you're going to need more help on this, um, why don't you go first? Um, okay. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, I'll start with sort of one of the more obvious points. Um, All right, go. Which is, I think Community has a much more, like, deep and diverse set of characters. And I don't just sort of mean diverse in terms of, like, race and, and gender and all that, but just in terms of what they're about everyone in rick and morty tends to stick quite strictly to their character's shtick like jerry is useless morty is useless and has rage issues beth drinks alcohol like they're they're much they're much flatter as characters i'd argue whereas community even within the first season um you you sort of had characters that had a lot more to them and just like a much different, a much more diverse sort of set of shticks. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, to an extent, I do agree with that. I mean, community has more characters and more kind of varied characters. Um, I, I, I'd say some of the more satellite characters are quite flat, but for the core cast, I reckon that's definitely fair. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Definitely. Community does have its sort of recurring cast like people like leonard or fat neil or even like the dean you know yeah yeah um yeah exactly and and those people are just kind of a gimmick that gets replayed um but yeah for the core cast uh it's definitely they've, they've got a lot more to them well i'm gonna start off with one of my points because it kind of ties into that yeah which is um since i mean you know it's it's not quite fair because Community has been running for six seasons while Rick and Morty is only three seasons. But yeah. I do think that Community, the characters in Community definitely kind of suffer from that flanderization a bit where yeah. they have core like parts of their character, which as the season progresses becomes the main part of their character. I think Rick and Morty has characters that are that kind of grow a bit more. Um, Community doesn't seem to have much character growth. I would say it has varied characters, like you said, but... They don't. There's no real lasting stakes. Whereas Rick and Morty, I feel, tells a story of this dysfunctional family and kind of progresses this story. Yeah, I I can definitely see what you mean. Like uh, Britta would be, I think, the best example of someone yeah. who has a bit of depth at the start of the show, but by the end, she's reduced to like a few recurring jokes. Yeah. Um, because they didn't know where to take her. Yeah, there's that. She she starts out being like a smart political activist, and in the end, she just kind of becomes a dumb, 
yeah political activist i don't know it's a weird she has she's definitely the the best example of the kind of fall of the character um yeah i mean that that's true there are um but you know they're obviously the characters like um i would argue troy and pierce are actually probably the Mm. best examples of characters who sort of go through their own arcs and sort of grow and stuff but it's definitely inconsistent i was thinking about this with like pierce he definitely has episodes where he gets character development but it doesn't feel like there's any lingering effects from a lot of this yeah jeff has that as well like he relearns the same lessons over and over again yeah exactly uh I don't know. I, I think Rick and Morty doesn't necessarily progress its characters that much, but it does feel like, especially in the, the end, tail end of the second season and the start of the third season so far, it definitely feels like it is progressing the circumstances of the characters a lot more. Yeah, it and is. <laughs> I guess Community kind of did that for season four or maybe five, I can't remember, where they were like kicked out of the school and like Chang took over and it was very weird, but yeah, it was like, then they were like, we don't like this. Let's go back to how it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Uh, Rick and Morty's sort of getting there. And I mean, maybe, yeah, you're right. They're, they're dealing with stuff in early season three that has to do with, um, you know, these sort of themes of the family being broken and, and mm. you know, how they're dealing with that. And, and it is kind of similar in a lot of ways to what Community did. So if, if Rick and Morty sort of carries it through, that'd be nice. But I mean, so far, I don't feel like the characters have had a like it has just been a lot more episodic crazy mm-hmm. adventures yeah um okay so well why don't you bring out your next point Elliot? yeah well so that leads me on to my next point which is um you know rick and morty's very high high concept science fi there's there's really no limits like, <laughs> science fi uh <laughs> science fi um that's the new shorthand yeah that's what people uh, call it for sure <laughs> um it's 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 you know it's there's no limits they do whatever they want um in an episode and there's no boundaries uh and i actually think whereas by comparison community sort of centered around greendale and you know it's live action and stuff so they, they are a lot more limited to being sort of grounded in the stories and having some semblance of realism although community you know pushed the boundaries of that as much as it could but i think those limits actually to serve as an asset to community um because Mm. in rick and morty they they get to run around and do whatever they want and that can mean that episodes just sort of shoot off and and do their own thing and are completely unrelated and you know can be whatever they are whereas community had much more of a sense of flow because everything had to remain connected Mm. yeah i do get what you're saying i think the kind of restrictions i mean restrictions breed creativity right to a large extent um, but I do think that science fiction, one of the strengths of science fiction as a medium is that it can pose questions that don't, that aren't posed, like ethically questions that aren't posed in reality. And a kind of Rick and Morty episode that I guess would, would, um, would, would be a good example of this. Well, there are so many. There's like, there's ones about like, well, actually, here's a good example. Here's a good example. There's an episode called, uh, I think it's Rick Potion Number 9, where rick accidentally fucks up the entire dimension right rick and morty are the only two people that really survive unscathed everyone else turns into giant freaky monsters and yeah they can't salvage this and so what happens is they just leave their reality and go to a different reality and when i first watched this episode i was like oh okay like it's a cool it's a very cool resolution to the episode but it's kind of like 
a reset in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but one of the things, one of the strengths of Rick and Morty is that it's not really treated like a reset. It's kind of referred back to in ways that you wouldn't really expect for what was, or what seemed like at the time, a episodic sitcom. They were like, no, this is a real thing that's going to have lasting consequences. And it's kind of referred to in like two or three episodes later where they, where uh, Morty points out his and Rick's bodies from this universe, how they kind of killed themselves to take over their place, you know? Yeah, I agree. That's just an example of kind of the ethical questions that science fiction can pose, that Rick and Morty can pose because it can get more crazy. I mean, yeah, I'm obviously not going to argue the whole sci-fi thing because I'm obviously a huge sci-fi fan <laughs> uh, in general. But, um, yeah, the whole the whole thing with, yeah, like all the alternate realities and stuff and how every adventure takes place in a completely different place, I feel subtracts from my attachment. Like, when I watch Community, I'm just as attached to Greendale and the community mm. of Greendale as I am to the characters, the characters. themselves. Yeah. And you don't get that with Rick and Morty. Yeah, I, I think... One of the nice... I mean, this is kind of one of my points about Rick and Morty is that they can go around and do a bunch of different crazy things. Um, yeah. And they're more unchained, and that kind of leads them to be able to have, I guess, a more free expression of creativity in the show. But I, I do recognise what you're saying, that it's not like the house that they, that uh, the, the Sanchez family lives in is like relevant to the plot <laughs> in, in any way, to the same degree that Greendale definitely is. Um, yeah. And I think community kind of does have an aspect of community about it, right? And that's one yeah. of the strengths of the show is that there is this kind of community built around it. But I do think that the free kind of science fiction nature of Rick and Morty does lend itself to these uh, adventures and, and more free expressions of completely abstract concepts to prove points. Um, I think something that they both kind of share is community dealt a lot with a lot of like gender politics stuff. Um, I think there was a lot of stuff around the three like girls in the group, Shirley, Annie, and Britta, all have very kind of distinct uh, gender roles that they kind of slide into sometimes. But community really made a lot of efforts to break that and flesh out these characters a lot. Yeah, and I think Rick and Morty doesn't do that to the same extent. They have Beth and Summer who do define these kind of who who do kind of break gender stereotypes, but they also approach it in their own way. Where they have an episode like. Um, uh, Raising Gazorpazorp, I think, is the one where they visit the, the planet that's, like, very gender-segmented and they deal with a lot of these kind of issues that way. Yeah. As well as, you know, making fun of these science fiction tropes where um, very obvious societal issues are represented <laughs> in stupid science fiction concepts, like the black-and-white-faced people from uh, Star Trek or whatever. Yeah. Was it Star Trek? Was that the one? I think so. Yeah. I, I... You know the one I mean where, like... They're the people where one half of the left half is black and the right half is white, and they're at war with like the people where the left half is white and the right half is black, and it's the most overt like thing in the entire. Yeah. Anyway, I, I I do think that's one of the strengths of Rick and Morty is they can go and tackle these these concepts in a more free kind of expression of creativity. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's my second point. You got a third one for me. Um. Okay. Right, well, my my last point. Um. Is, is, you know, and, and I don't want to get into the whole thing around production and all that, but, like, community is just a bit more uplifting mm. and optimistic <laughs> and, you know, not, not depressing. Rick and Morty is, is very much defined by its, like, nihilistic approach yeah. to 
everything um community you know and, and this ties back to the same sort of talking about like where you know community is all about sort of a community mm. and it um it's a it you know a lot of the lessons and stuff at the end of the episode are actually positive and and it'll come at it sideways like uh, i was watching one the other day where you know all of the the group is trying to get Arbed to change himself to pick up a girl because they're worried he has oh, yeah. self-confidence yeah, yeah. and and it all gets compared to um sort of you know after school special type things where you know it's like oh you don't have to change just be yourself yeah and then at the end it turns out that Arbed was willing to change himself because he is happy with who he is mm. and so he didn't mind changing for other people and it's just a very sideways take on the trope um that other sitcoms would sort of approach um but it's still a more uplifting episode or ending because you know it's all about how Arbed actually does have confidence and all that whereas you know rick and morty most episodes tend to end with some sort of <laughs> depressing thing it's just like yeah. it, it doesn't matter nothing matters yeah well i mean I'm not going to argue that Community is a more positive show than Rick and Morty because that would be an insane thing to try and say. I think Rick and Morty does have its episodes where um, it does try and give a positive message, but they're not very common. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I, 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 I can't really argue that point, of course, because if you're looking for something that is more positive, Community is definitely where you should be looking. Rick and Morty is not a positive show. Um, yeah, I guess it's a bit of an apples and oranges comparison. Cause, yeah, yeah, I'm basically saying I prefer that, but I guess if you want nihilism and all that, then then Rick and Morty's for you. Yeah, and I'm just gonna look. I'm gonna get into my final point here, and I've been saving it for last because I know it's probably gonna be the most contentious one. Okay. But I think Rick and Morty is just funnier, um, and I I've I. I know you and I have both been kind of rewatching some old Community and some old Rick and Morty episodes. Uh, I rewatched yeah. um, Modern Warfare, one of the highest rated episodes, the the paintball episode from season one. Yeah, and I rewatched the paintball episodes from season two, and it was very surprising to me that the paintball episodes from season one were the most highly rated. I think they were highly rated because they were innovative, but they weren't that. The paintball episode from season one wasn't that funny of an episode. There were a lot of jokes that just kind of didn't land. <laughs> They're definitely, they're not the funniest. Yeah. I, I feel like the paintball ones from season two were great. Like, they were they were quite well put together. They were funny. They had good jokes. And I was watching a lot of these community episodes, and it just felt like there was a lot that didn't hold up as much. And Rick and Morty, I think, is just... I mean, maybe it's just because it's more recent, and maybe it's just because it's, like, animated and science fiction, so they can do a lot more with it. But I don't know. I think Rick and Morty is just funnier. I Actually, what I think it might be... And... I don't know whose side I'm on here, but um, <laughs> I think I think Rick and Morty as a show is a lot more just sort of instantly accessible. Mm. Like like I because I've been going through and watch rewatching old community things in order, mm. and as you sort of follow that whole journey, it takes a while to warm up, and then as as you're sort of watching all of it, it it is just really funny. But maybe that context is important, and just jumping to random episodes, you don't get that as much. Whereas Rick and Morty, you could definitely just jump into just about any episode. And as a standalone thing, it's going to be hilarious and, like, enjoyable. Yeah. Whereas that's probably not as true for, for lots of community. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that there are those episodes of Rick and Morty, like the first and second interdimensional cable episodes that are just completely divorced from the characters even. Like, you don't even need to know anything to follow these episodes. Yeah, or exactly. the A-plot in these episodes, at least. Um, 
Yeah, I I mean, would you say Rick and Morty is funnier, just out of curiosity? Um, I don't think I would. Mm, no. Okay. Um, but that's that's something I'm very invested in in sort of community and all its characters. So maybe maybe there's just that barrier to entry. Yeah, and obviously I am as well. I mean, it's a great show, but it's not. Yeah. The greatest show. It's not the best show Dan Harmon has done, <laughs> because that's Harmon Quest. <laughs> um, no. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, we're not going to resolve this super neatly in this episode because I don't think the two of us are able to f- pick a winner. But if you guys want to pick a winner, we're actually going to put up a poll. Um, you can tweet at us or go to our Reddit thread and we'll, we'll have a poll up there where you can decide which you think won the showdown. Yeah, and just, you know, while we're finishing up Oakja and stuff next week, we'll, um, you know, sort of announce the winner and I guess Dan Harmon will win a prize. Yep. Either Dan Harmon or Dan Harmon will win a prize. <laughs> Um, yeah, so actually on the topic of Oakja, if you're watching along with us, make sure you head over to our uh, subreddit, which is reddit.com slash r slash mediamd, or you can just head to our website, and we've got the links there. It's uh, mediamdpodcast.com. Anyway, make sure you put your thread, your, your thoughts on Oakja there, or any other uh, Bong Joon-ho movies, and we will catch you guys next week. Boing, 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 boing,